RDTDaily.com presents a Tara Buster with comedian Tara Devlin. What's going on? Guys, my name is Tara Devlin. Thanks for hanging out. This is Unapologetic Liberal Talk on the right side of history, decency, dignity, democracy, and humanity. And we need it. You see what's going on in this goddamn country. And I do think it's goddamned at this point. If there was a second coming, would there be, would, would Jesus hurry the hell up already? If he's gonna return, why would he want to return? He was treated like shit by conservatives the first time, don't you think? I mean, it was conservatives who uh, put Jesus to death. It wasn't, it wasn't the progressives. It, in fact, it was the progressives who followed Jesus, okay? And I could speak all day. I could talk all day about Jesus because I was raised as a, as a Catholic and also uh, my mother was a nun, okay? So I therefore I get, um, I have some kind of, I have the inner track to Jesus. My mother was actually married to him, okay? So, what else <laughs> could you expect? Then she divorced Jesus and got married to a garbage man. A, a New York City sanitation worker. I don't know. I, and I used to say to my mother whenever I was, well, kidding around, really. I would say, you, uh, you threw over God for this one here? That's a tough act to follow. My father really had some shoes to fill. All right. So, guys, we see the, the chat room is filling up at youtube.com slash C for channel slash Tarabuster. Thank you so much. Mark, right out of the gate for your super chat. Thank you, Mark, for your super chat. And thank you, Jim. Of course, always right on the right on time. If I don't see Jim in the chat room, I get worried. And thank you, Jim, for your super chat. You're amazing. Always. It's crazy. This is how we keep the liberal media going and growing, and, and we're in trouble. All right, let's get into the show. So, let me think. <laughs> we're in big trouble. Okay, yeah, that's how we start every show. Well, oh, let me do the plugs. Sorry, guys. This is Tara Buster, Unapologetic Liberal Talk. You guys know that, who are in the chat room. But maybe you, somebody doesn't know this. Um, so we're on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, on Progressive Voices, on Rockfin.com, which is a great independent network where you, you, you can sign up for free, but also sign up for a uh, premium subscription and you get all kinds of access to uh, original content, including this show, Young Turks, Turks, Ron, Ron Placone, um, Lee Camp, cool people, only the cool. And uh, what else? What else? Uh, FYI Nation, of course. Become a subscriber uh, and support the independent liberal media. FYI Nation, which is an amazing liberal talk show, uh, a whole network. And also, um, what else? On Verdant Square Radio, another independent liberal. I mean, notice how we're all independent. 
Do you see that? Isn't that annoying? Well, this is because we don't have billionaire benefactors. Because we're on the right side of history, decency, dignity, democracy, and humanity. And really, that's what we're going to talk about tonight. I'm, I'm, obviously, I'm pissed. I've been pissed since 1972, probably. And uh, that's when I opened my eyes and realized what the F is going on. That greed is the only value, I suppose, that we all work for or towards or that matters. We were all taught that, you know, to be decent people, right? Do unto others as you will have do unto you. Be be nice to people. Be a good neighbor. Be, Be a good, be good. We can't be, how can you be good when greed what are you talking about? Greed is the only thing that you, every, anybody is worried about, including the government, our representatives. We, we, all the time, you know, we are, um, I guess we are just hopeless, not ho- hopelessly hoping for, for, for somebody to not be a greedy bastard or a greedy ghost of the Gilded Age or, to, to to be what they say they're going to, you know, to work for the people. How many times we, we have to hear, whenever I hear Mitch McConnell talking about, this is for the American people, I, I really want to smack him legally and peacefully across his, uh, his face, legally and peacefully. Because what are you talking about, the people? Because where I sit, the people you know, are asking, uh, and well, not, we're, we're, I guess it is asking, when we're voting, that's kind of like asking, right? It's asking nicely. Can't we please have a functioning democratic republic that we've been, we've been told all our entire life, from the time I was uh, a child, or all, you know, we've been told how great the country is, how it's the best, how we're the greatest, and nothing will ever touch it. So, I don't know. I, I look around, I, and I see a hell of a lot of disparity and um, a, a bunch of holes in that, in that goddamn argument. So, we keep hearing, yet again, here it goes. The corporate media... Is beating the drum. I don't know if you noticed. I noticed it as soon as it started to turn, because they start, they start um, softening the ground for what's next, which is not just complete disappointment, but it's business as usual. Taken to its conclusion, you know, as uh, well, Ben Franklin famously said, "A republic, if you can keep it." Because Ben Franklin wasn't an idiot, unlike every single Republican. So, um, and he understood history and knew that republics are tenuous and they fail with alarming regularity. And so, you know, a republic, if you can keep it. Well, how do you keep it? You, you have to actively want to effectuate that outcome. Yet, what's happening? We have legal bribes built right into the system. Legal bribes. So 
the system, you know, we keep hearing how, well, the corporate media keeps telling us how, uh, don't let the perfect be the enemy of the good. Now, what's in the, and I'm talking about the Build Back Better plan, and it starts out great, right? It starts out, oh boy, we, we it starts not just great. It starts out less than great because I wanted universal health care, Medicare for all. We were already coming out of the gate um, lowballing ourselves. This is what we do. We need to um, go out of the gate fighting for everything, fighting for outright, um, you know, communism, if that's the case, right? You take it to the extreme and then you, you reel it in a little bit. Right. So, oh, OK, you, you don't begin with um, the uh, the concessions. But this is what I feel like we've had. To, we've and we've been dragged through this again and again and again, this process. And I think that the Democrats, I, I, it makes me wonder if the corporate media is deliberately and actively um you know, if the if the corporate media is trying to to ensure this outcome by low by um, not lowballing but um, negotiating this in public, so my because the way I look at it, if the Democrats had come out and said we are now we're going to pass this bill, it will um, extend. Child tax credits, all of the no. What, what are the things that are coming out of the bill? This is what's so annoying. Hold on. So let me see. I have a document here. So let's see what's coming out. Oh, okay. What is coming out is Medicare expansion to, so it's not going to include dental and um, vision, but it will include uh, hearing because I guess seniors need to hear you uh, for some reason. Well, hey, don't let the perfect be the enemy of the good, right? Whenever, when you go visit your grandma and she's like, I can't. I can hear you now, but I can't see you. <laughs> You're like, well, honey, um, don't let the perfect be the enemy of the good, Granny. Well, you got your ears, bitch. Oh well, you're just a useless eater. My name is Tara Devlin. Thanks for hanging out. This is Unapologetic Liberal Talk. What's the other? Uh, so it's Medicare expansion is out. Lower prescription drug prices out meaning uh, negotiate what's the thing that we've been hearing forever since the filthy fascist prick republicans inflicted the the policy of medicaid not and medicare not negotiating drug prices well who who did that to us that was the republicans yet again all the time everything you ever notice this everything that the republicans do always has to be overcome and as we fight and we we succeed and we win because we're on the right side of history and decency dignity democracy and humanity so we will win eventually but everything uh, they 
by the time we we win, we're already um, having to go backtrack and uh, fix everything that the Republicans have effed up behind us. Because, f- for example, voting rights, nobody, there was nobody, zero people, uh, and I'm talking, I mean zero, because I'm talking people, right? Decent people. There were no people in this country, I mean, for many years, Republicans included, wanted uh, or they um, all kind of pretended that voting rights were um, equally appreciated across the board. The Voting Rights Act was non-controversial. And and until, uh, what happened? Oh, yeah, we, we elected a president who had darker pigment and John Roberts said that uh, racism is over, therefore. And here we go. No, even then, no, the Republicans, whenever the Voting Rights Act was reauthorized and notice how it's, it's always actual democracy that needs to be reauthorized. Right? Maybe, well, because maybe in a couple of years we won't be that democratic, small d democratic, until the day comes where they could get rid of pesky democracy once and for all. And this is really about the rich owning this government. And we're just, get, they're, they're throwing some crumbs at us. It's sort of like what, um, what Facebook is now changing its name. Now, if Facebook wasn't such a cesspool, would they feel the need to change a name? I mean, it's not just the cesspool. It's always been a cesspool. But if it wasn't that the the people itself, the people are feeling a little bit um, uncomfortable with Facebook's power. And it's also, it's, um, you know, the lies that it spreads. It's po- the poison that it spreads. And they're changing their name because, you know, that's what that's what uh, that's what uh, criminals do, right? I mean, Blackwater. How many names has that has Blackwater had? Um, but they're doing it. He's doing it because the people are are pissed, and we're you know we're people are sick of their uh, sick of him, sick of them. You know what I'm saying? They're not doing. He's not doing it because it's the right thing to do, or perhaps good for the whatever. You know what I mean? But this is why we need to continue to push. And, you know, we will win. (laughs) But it doesn't escape me that I have to come on here and uh, Robin Kincaid and Mike Malone and all and FYI Nation have to come on and, you know, say, please become a patron. Yeah, because we're actually fighting against the greed um of this of this broken ass system will will it fix will we be able to fix it in our lifetime i hope so sometimes i feel despondent about that thinking like oh boy um it's too damn broken it'll never get fixed in my lifetime but then i a couple of things i think about the the suffragettes people who fought, bled, and died for, for rights 
that maybe they never the, got to appreciate them or experience themselves. So many have lost their lives entrusting this thing to to us, right? So I think, okay, this is why we fight. It's whether we are able to enjoy the fruits of our success is another story. But so that doesn't mean it won't happen because on the other hand, um, this country has certainly surprised me and I'm sure you. Um, for example, I never thought I would see somebody with darker pigment get elected to the presidency or in any national office at least. God, that was a, that was a nice surprise. But seriously, it's not um, it's not good enough. <laughs> that in itself is more it's identity politics, of course. Um, but listening to corporate media, we're back to, of course, don't let the enemy become the don't let the perfect become the enemy of the good. How much how many times do we have to hear this shit? Don't let the perfect become the enemy of the good. So what? Why? Why is? It's not the perfect. This is just what's needed. Nobody's asking for anything that's way out over the top. Don't let the perfect be the enemy of the good. We're out here. It's like we're starving. We're in the desert and we're we're thirsty. And there's an oasis. Oh well, what are you gonna do? Here's uh, here's some water for you. Oh well, uh, maybe you, aren't you gonna? Uh, take a couple of drops, you know? I mean, if you're thirsty, you'll take those two drops and you'll make a, a, you'll make a, you know, you'll crunch your thirst with it, but it still isn't anything anywhere near what's needed. And um, the fact is, we, we're the richest country on earth. Of course, this is, you know, it's beside the point. This is enough for everyone's need, but not for everyone's greed, right? And, uh, yeah. Also, there's not enough for everyone's uh, self-serving, self-seeking sociopathy either. For example, Kristen Cinema, Joe Manchin. If I never hear those two names again, it will be too soon. I don't know. I'm sure I'm not alone there. This is from MSNBC's website, Michael Cohen, opinion writer. He writes, on Thursday morning, the White House unveiled a framework for the Democrats' massive budget package. And and this drives me insane. Massive budget package. Everything is spending bill. The, the spending bill. This is why people don't know. And then they'll do a poll on corporate media, right? The, the people don't know what's in it. Well, then you've done, um, you, you've fallen down on the job, corporate media, because that's like your only job is to inform the people. And now they're informing us that the people aren't informed. Do you know what I mean? It's such a, um, uh, a, a circle jerk of, of shit. Really. That's what they do. Then they, they say 80% don't know what it's in, what's in the bill. Well, why don't you tell them? 
right. So Michael Cohen writes on Thursday morning as the White House unveiled a framework for the Democrats massive budget package. And surprisingly, after months of negotiation that seemed to go nowhere, it was looking pretty good. Yet on Friday morning, the bill was still hanging in the balance because of those dumb bitches, Mansion and Cinema. I did a little editorializing in there. Two of the most selfish senators I've seen in my decades of following national politics. For months, these two have bullied the White House and progressive Democrats into bending to their will. Key liberal priorities, such as paid family and medical leave, and measures to reduce prescription drug costs, provide two years of free community college, and repeal key elements of Trump's tax cuts have been jettisoned. Now, all of those things right there that I read, those are the most popular provisions. So why the F would you jettison them? Everyone, since the filthy fascist prick Republicans inflicted that that policy on us of not negotiating drug drug prices, Medicaid not negotiating drugs, ever since that happened, everyone... Um, who's not a fascist liar, was outraged about it, saying this is the most ridiculous thing we've ever seen. In, f- in fact, why would this even be a thing? Why? Oh, Republicans, that's why. Why don't the, the other thing, the, the, this, this is an aside, but, but not to, but because it's, the American people have no institutional memory because we have been propagandized to have no institutional memory. So when the corporate media goes on about um, Medicaid not negotiating drug prices, why don't they give credit where credit is due? They never do, though. Give credit to the Republicans. You're the ones who wanted that. Why? Because it's a lot easier to rip people off. You know what I mean? It's easier to just say, hey, uh, F you, pay me. Because that's what the pharmaceutical companies do. F you, pay me. Oh, God, I hate, I hate the greed that we have been um, under. I mean, for humanity's existence. This is you know, um, part of the problem, clearly. Paid family and medical leave. Every other goddamn country. Now, all of these provisions, the most popular provisions in the bill, people could roll them, uh, roll off their tongues, right? They could, they would just say, this is ridiculous that Medicaid can't, Medicaid can't, well, you know, I keep fucking up the word. Medicaid can't negotiate uh, drug prices. What kind of shit is that? Everyone knows this. So why would the Democrats take it out? Well, it's not the Democrats. Of course, let's, let's uh, again, like I said, give credit where credit's due. Uh, in this circumstance, it really is the likes of Manchin and Cinema. The majority of the Democratic caucus and the Democratic Party including the the moderate so-called moderate Joe Biden are all on on board with this. This is Joe Biden's plan. And I understand that you have to be able to bring a bill to the floor that's going to pass. And 
the fact is this the system is so goddamn broken of course we're going to have these setbacks and it is abso- absolutely frustrating knowing that two so-called democrats are um the cause of are the fissured hemorrhoids on progress but th- we have to get more democrats in there some people might be like you're uh you're a fool you're like lucy in the football but my opinion is that we so okay th- this is how i feel the republicans are a lost cause democrats are there are more who we can work with and who are doing the work the progressive caucus is the largest caucus in the democratic uh, party so the um the one of the the cat what do you call it one of the criteria of being a member of the progressive caucus is that you don't take corporate money and if the greedy effers aren't going to take money out of politics this is one way of going around it clearly mansion and cinema are uh, you know they're they're their own special cases we have to get more Democrats in office to get rid of them, to nullify them. See, I, I always hated Joe Manchin, of course. He's whatever. He's a, but he is that West Virginia Democrat. He gives us the majority. The, 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 the Kristen Cinemas of the world, are, she's somebody else, though. She's another special case, really. Isn't she special? Because... There is no doubt in my mind that Kristen Cinema is p- playing this game with us because she can. She wants the attention. She's a selfish bitch, and I ca- I don't care if that's a misogynist term. Oh well, I guess guilty as charged when it comes to her. I don't like her. I don't like when one very uninteresting narcissist that's what she is is uh gets very gets paid incredibly well to destroy any to destroy democracy i mean because this is what it comes down to doesn't it we're trying to save democracy now i get it so here's where we're at we def we have to get more democrats in and doesn't it seem like every time this happens and that's the solution. Get more Democrats. Just vote Democratic. And on and on and on it goes, and we continue to get disappointed, and they keep pulling the football out. But we, uh, let me just say, that's not, that might not be the the future. You, From the time I've been politically aware, I have been screaming about um, the Democrats in general and getting money out of politics. Then all of a sudden, here comes Bernie Sanders, right? Well, not all of a sudden. Obviously, he's been around a lot longer than I am. But they... Uh, wait a second. It, um, money, at, the fact that they are proactively taking money out of politics is is good it's making it unpalatable to be a recipient 
uh, or to be a recipient of of the bribes. So I never thought that I would vote for a democratic socialist in my own community. Do you know what I mean? But yet here, here we are. So my, uh, my representative is AOC. We had a corporate Dem here in, uh, Joe Crowley was the representative and he was doing a, whatever he was doing a, a middle to fair to partly cloudy job because he was a corporate Democrat. And that's the frustration we know which way this has to go. And it is going that way. I do argue <laughs> it is going that way. The American people, I mean, maybe in a way I'm sounding kind of like Jeff Waldorf now. I'm not trying to be overly optimistic. I'm not in any way. I guess I'm just uh, working it out. Um, but maybe, I don't know, maybe you guys have a different opinion. What do you think? Yes, I know. God, I love Bernie. <laughs> I wish he was younger, says Jill on the chat. It's, it concerns me. I wonder, so I worry about him. And before I keep going, I just want to say thank you, JD, for your super chat. <laughs> the daughter of Jesus. Yes, that's me. Thank you. And JD says hi to everyone. And thank you, Pookie's Mama Irene, for your very generous super chat. We stick together, we win. That's true. I heard that somewhere. And Mark, thank you so much. Again, Mark. That's so nice of you. What the hell? Mark. What? Mark. Do you want a mug, Mark? Do you want a mug? Tara, um, what's the, what is my goddamn email? My Tara Buster email. Oh, yes. TaraBusterMedia at gmail.com if you want a mug. I will send you. You got to send me an email, tarabustermedia at gmail.com, and your address, and uh, your name and address, and I'll send you a mug. To all my supporters, all, all two of you. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> there's a little, there's a couple of more, more than two. All right. Well, let's get rid of Kristen, Kristen Cinema and Joe Manchin legally and peacefully for just for the fact to get them out of our faces constantly. And it really pissed me off listening to Joe Manchin say, oh, I never heard that. Like after the president comes out and says, we have a deal. God, I hate conservatives. All right. Yet on Friday morning, this is... the article I'm reading, MSNBC's website, called Joe Manchin and Kristen Cinema Make It All About Themselves to the Very End by Michael Cohen. Yet on Friday morning, the bill was still hanging in the balance because of Manchin and Cinema, two of the most selfish senators I've seen in my decades of following national politics. For months, these two have bullied the White House and progressive Democrats into bending to their will. Key liberal priorities, such as paid family and medical leave. And I argue, it's not a liberal priority. This is another thing that is wrong. (laughs) What is a liberal priority about paid family leave? Why do they put it like that? 
is it's a way of separating us that's why that's why they do it instead of explaining you know paid family and medical leave is not a liberal priority it's something that the entire goddamn world enjoys as a right of citizenship and we're the only country that doesn't have it even though we're rich and great and all the greatest that ever ever was how is the greatest country that ever lived how does that country not provide a basic social safety net for the citizens who make the goddamn country roll anybody why how 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 could they do this you know why because they own the media that's how and that's why that's it all of the idiots who are out there now um screaming and yelling and trying to stick spoons to their necks or uh, threatening people wondering aloud ah oh, just talking out loud here when can we start killing them you know that i'm sure you might have seen that clip one of uh, another uh, a right-wing podcaster charlie kirk if you google podcasts all of these right-wing podcasts come right up to the top they all have large followings you know why because they're well funded that's right they are they're funded by billionaires that's what they the billionaires are not stupid they know that they need the dum-dums on their side and we're the dum-dums not us well they are the ones sticking spoons to their necks and stuff who are um pondering out loud when can we start killing anybody just ask just wondering anybody know when we can start killing them for what for voting for um for not um accepting your fascist takeover well because they've been that's what they've been told and i want and sometimes i wonder as i'm witnessing the decline of and fall of the american republic i i wonder if the shoe was on the other foot would i be this convinced now i probably who knows now let me think if let's say bernie came out and said you know what the election was stolen we won this election in a landslide and uh we gotta fight like hell to get it back and if you don't fight like hell you're not gonna have a country anymore what do you think I, I bet you I would believe it, right? Because I, I would believe him. I believe Bernie. So, no, the, I mean, the idiots are, are obviously Republicans are stupid for um, not knowing that Trump is a con man, right? But they're being they're being motivated to behave like this because of the media that's it guys that's why i tell you all the time or say that we will win <laughs> when we have the message when we own the media when somebody like the idiot who's like when can we start killing people 
when he goes online, instead of falling down a cue hole, he finds the truth. He finds reality. He finds that, you know, um, I don't know. He doesn't find Tucker Carlson. Let's put it that way. I mean, Tucker effing Carlson? Tucker Carlson, that guy, can you, I, I, I don't know, Tucker Carlson, this is somebody that should just say thank you, you know, born on third base, he was born on uh, home plate, and he's, that's just not good enough for him, he wants to destroy this country, and that's what he's doing, he's releasing a documentary supposedly it's it's not i mean joseph goebbels somewhere in hell right now is watching this with a a beaming pride as like a father you know a fatherly pride because that's what we're witnessing wait tucker carlson where is it tucker carlson what's the name of it Oh, yes, that's it. He's, what is it? The conservative Republican Liz Cheney and chief executive of the Anti-Defamation League led condemnation of Fox News's Tucker Carlson after the primetime host announced a series about the supposed true story of, of the Capitol attack. They denounced Carlson for spreading dangerous conspiracy theories. And um, let's see, who in the latest scandal to engulf a man? He's a man whose popularity belies his record of racist and untrue statements. Well, give him a giant platform. That's what. Uh, Fox News is giving Tucker Carlson a platform to spread the same type of lies that provoked the violence of January 6th, tweeted Liz Cheney. And Jonathan Greenblatt of the ADL wrote to Lachlan Murdoch saying, clearly, Carlson has the right to make outrageous claims, but freedom of speech is not freedom of reach. You have no obligation to validate his views with airtime on your platform and, I would argue, a moral responsibility to do so. In the trailer for Carlson's series, it's called Patriot Purge. I guess they're the patriots being purged, right? Yeah. Oh, poor boo-boos. All you want to do is destroy the the constitutionally limited, democratic, multiracial democracy, right? That's all. Nobody's letting you do it, no, you patriots. We just won't let you roll over. We won't uh, just go, go ahead. So what? Who cares if a con man is in charge? As long as he's white, right? Keeps those darker pigment people in their place. Yeah, Patriot Purge. False flags have happened in this country, one of which may have been January 6th. So it's either a false flag or a the greatest violation of civil rights and freedom because it's a false flag. But yet all of these, these fascists are so upset about the, the traitors being held in prison. Like Marjorie Taylor Greene says, 
Why don't you worry about those being held? Oh, I didn't know you cared so much about Antifa. Marjorie. My God. Patriot Purge. The thing is, he knows what he's doing. That's why he's an evil scumbag. And trust me, Tucker Carlson, he will go down in history as as an evil scumbag. He will he'll go down in history like Goebbels, like Father Coughlin. He will be reviled. That is for sure. Even more than he is now. Then the patriots of America revile him now. Yes, um, the article I'm reading is from The Guardian. Martin Pen Pengeli? Among conspiracy theorists, false flag events are said to be staged by government to pursue nefarious ends. Some claim that the 9-11 attacks were false flags. InfoWars host Alex Jones, of course we know he uh, was found guilty and landed in legal and financial jeopardy after claiming Sandy Hook's shooting of 2012 in which 20 young children and six adults were killed was a false flag. Oh my God. Would somebody give me a false flag of universal health care? Really? I need a false flag of family leave. Carlson has called January 6th a political protest that got out of hand. And then he also claimed it was organized by the FBI. Well, which is it? Fascists? Oh, you don't have to pick. You just keep lying. The lies evolve. They don't. The only thing that evolves are the lies. Isn't that true? The only thing that evolves in conservatism are their lies. There's, the lies are the same. They, they, they change. I mean, the lies are the baseline. They might evolve over time, the lies. But the, the person spewing the lies never evolves. That's Republican birthright, being, a, being as devolved and disgusting as you think is great, I guess. I don't know. Whoa, what's so great about that? But <sighs> Cheney says, as Fox News knows, the election wasn't stolen and January 6th was not a false flag. <laughs> Five people, including a Trump supporter, well, we know this, shot by law enforcement. Yes, yes, yes. Blah, blah, blah. In another tweet, Cheney asked Carlson, are you still falsely contending voting machines were corrupted and the election was stolen? She included the Twitter handles of Rupert Murdoch, Fox News executive Suzanne Scott, its president and executive editor Jay Wallace, and... Oh, no. I didn't know this. Former House Speaker Paul Ryan, now a member of the Fox board? What? Oh, God. Well, that's it, guys. The entire Republican way, quote-unquote, is, is a grift. The whole thing is a grift. It's, they have created an entire cottage industry of conservative outrage and fake news. I mean, that's well, the, the perpetrators of fake news 
are uh, right in front of us. They are, it's Fox News. We knew this from the beginning. There's been, of course, we remember. Remember the studies? Business Insider, that socialist rag Business Insider, published a study that Fox News makes its viewers less informed than people who watch absolutely no news at all. Which means that not only are you let you're not ju- you're not only not informed, you're less informed, less informed than people who know things by way of living in the world. They overhear something in an ele- elevator, and you'll know more than Fox News viewers because you're not listening to to lies. Hopefully, and the, hopefully there's not a Republican in the elevator. It's fascinating. But yet, oh, where lie? Oh, right, everybody else is lying to them. Right. Right. The whole world has, I mean, don't you, it bothers me to think how stupid people are. In fact, actually, here's another, here's this article I wanted to read from Salam, because it sums up everything it's called dumbass nation <laughs> our biggest national security problem is america's vast and militant ignorance by Bar- brian Karam. millions of americans embrace vapid lies and conspiracy theories and the proudly moronic leader who spreads them come on don't you have any dignity republicans he's a con man and, and that's gross. All right, so um, Brian Karim or Karim writes, with apologies to Paul Simon, and despite all the information available to the mortal man, there are still millions of Americans who currently believe they're gliding down the highway when, in fact, they're slipping and sliding away. As President Biden prepares to travel to Europe to meet with the Pope and our NATO allies... There remains a huge national security problem to him and, and to everyone to grapple with, one that hasn't been addressed in any meaningful fashion for many years. It is the root causes of our problems with China. It's why people don't want to get vaccinated. It's why some people gleefully or still gleefully follow Trump. It explains why Congress can't get together in a bipartisan fashion to deal with infrastructure, health care, and gun control. It's why we have problems understanding climate change. It explains voter suppression. It's why critical race theory has become controversial. And, and just reading this list, I'm, I'm going through uh, PTSD again. It's all coming back, all of the... Uh, the outrages du jour. Do you hear that beeping outside? I don't know. Somebody's horn is going off. And I just spilled my coffee on my keyboard. Son of a bitch. That's why you got to become a patron. I don't know. I won't spill things? No, I don't know. I'm only kidding. Become a patron if you can. If not, please um, share the show. All that. We're we're fine. Whatever. I don't know. I'm sick of talking about it. Uh, 
It explains voter suppression, why critical race theory has become controversial, why elements of our population on the left and the right are at war with each other, and why some believe the earth is flat and why and that the uh, Holocaust didn't occur. It's why some of us believe we're still number one. <laughs> number A number one nation in the world. Other than having the largest military, we clearly lag behind every other major nation in many critical factors. More than anything else, it explains why we fail. And there you go. This is what's so um, distressing. And everything that he laid out in this laundry list of the of our recent uh, traumas that we've had to endure, I, uh, I think each one of these problems could really harm a society. But all of them is almost overwhelming. But to keep it more optimistic... I don't know where this is coming from, but um, we could fix all these problems with one one bold move of getting money out of politics. Oh, it'll happen. I just had a premonition. Sometimes I get flash. Uh, not that I'm a psychic or anything. You know, you get like an intuitive feeling, you know. I And every now and then I'll get a an intuitive, like I'll say something and it, and I'll, I know it'll come true. And, okay. I don't know why I'm sharing this, but, uh, yeah. When I said that, that we will um, eventually get money out of politics, it will happen. It will. I might not be here. <laughs> I might not get to the mountaintop. I'm talking maybe, maybe in 30 years. Oh, yeah, it'll happen. When you get enough, you get enough representatives who aren't taking money from corporations and then you make the um the taking of that money to be so politically unpalatable that's how you that's how you win you know without having to actually pass that law and when when um when for example during the democratic debate when barack obama um i mean when um what's his name pete Buttigieg brought up barack obama taking money from wall street he was he took the most money from any can of any candidate are you saying that he's he's compromised as if barack obama was untouchable you know so uh yeah i'm saying he's compromised i'm saying that's why no banksters went to jail. Why? Why is that? Why is it that no banksters go to jail when they rob you? They rob millions of people. And nobody goes to jail? Nobody. So that's how, I mean, when Pete Buttigieg said that, I thought to myself, oh, forget it. We have a we're a very long way off from getting money out of politics because we know that Pete Buttigieg in general and he's one of these Democrats that needs to go away. And the thing that annoyed me about Pete Buttigieg in general, I think I shared this, too, is that he's uh, he's going to be around a long time. <laughs> he's an, like that's what I kept seeing when I was watching those debates. I was like, oh, God. This guy's going to be in my life for 
the next for for my life basically i don't want to have to deal with him <laughs> somebody else deal with him haiku you deal with him with that pete Buttigieg. all right yes yes post-traumatic stress <laughs> you're funny Tara, I'd like to research PTSD. How do you spell it? That's good. Yes, haiku. Republicans complain about Dems not being bipartisan when in power, and then they sit on the sidelines when in the minority. Same old dirty tricks. Yep. Oh, one thing I have to say. I, I was listening to Tom Hartman earlier, and somebody called him and said, you, you know what? We should call them Republicans. And I wondered if she, if she was a listener. And if you are, hello. But that's how, that's how it works. That's how you get the word out. We're, you know, we might think we're a small community here, but we have reach. Everybody in our chat room right now knows others and they have friends and they have friends and they have friends so and family and so on and so on we start infusing the american consciousness with fact and it will seep in just like the idiots you know they now they think that they're that they're under assault that Antifa or the FBI or maybe just some patriots stormed the Capitol. They aren't quite sure yet. That's, but it, they're getting their information from, from online. I mean, we're, we're storytellers. We're storytellers. We're communicators. So, and this is, I mean, we're influenced. I have a degree in communications. I can tell you, people are influenced by media. <laughs> We all are. It tells us how to act. It it tells kids what how they should behave. It tells you know us what it, what it means to be a man, what it means to be a woman, what it means you know what it means, what everything means. What um, of course when you have trusted voices sending you to or or just telling you that. You have been robbed. What do you think is going to happen? The, and, and they're not that smart. So not only it's not just Donald Trump. So you have him. He, he's bad enough. But then you have the chorus of enablers. They're repeating the lie. So they must say if you're... So let's say if, if it was Bernie saying... The election was stolen. I clearly won in a landslide, even though um, I would believe it. I would believe it. And I would. And then if, let's say, AOC and Camilla, Pro, you know, uh, what's her name? You know, Jayapal and um, some other progressives that I respected if they jumped up and said that's true it's stolen everybody can see we all uh, bernie's right stop the steal i would think it was stolen 
That's why Fox News and all of these filthy bastards need to be held accountable. And yeah, I'm reading the chat. Yes, yeah, still no charges. Jim on the chat writes, um, yes, Jim writes, Trump administration was the most corrupt ever, but still no charges. Exactly. This is the problem. Why um, the fact that you're they're letting them get away, with, it, that's what it seems like. If there are no charges and there's no there's no accountability. They could just get away with it, and and it will continue. They see the uh, they see the light at the end of the tunnel. For them, it's not. It is a light. It's not an oncoming train. They have worked decades to destroy this country and ensure and entrench and ensure the rich get richer and entrench the corrupt power structure. Hold on, the cats are fighting. Hey. What is going on? Do you see that? I don't know if you caught that. Let's see. Where are you? Francis? Francis and Ray were having a stare down. Cats can't even get along. What hope do we have? It's really funny. That's what I think sometimes. I'm like, wow. Even the damn cats. Everybody has conflict. And what are you what are you having a conflict about? What are they fighting about? Who knows? All right. Wait. Oh yeah. Where was I? Where was I? Where am I? Where am I, mommy? Okay, hold on, guys. I'm just looking for this article I was reading. Here we go. Let's get... We're reading... I was just reading this article from Salon Dumbass Nation by Brian Karam. All right. The United States is a nation of militantly ignorant people arrogant in their beliefs and unable to change their minds and unwilling to try. Uh-oh. Here goes it. Here we go. It's it's on. The fight's coming. Guys, stop it. <laughs> All right, back to work. And the lack of education in this country is such a problem that National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan described it this week as a critical issue for our national security. Oh, well, Republicans like it like that. They, they like that. That's why they're all about um, homeschooling and vouchers, not only the vouchers to make the rich richer, but they like that. Um, they, like, they want the children to be um, stupid. They want them to think that Jesus rode a dinosaur. I, I should know. He was my father. He um, did not ride a dinosaur. He rode a, he had a Chevy. And, um, yeah. And it wasn't even a new one. Okay? Because that's the way liberals are. We, that's a, we never get funding. So, I do consider it a national security problem, he told me during a White House briefing on Tuesday. In fact, Dr. as Dr. Wait, wait, wait. 
it's Dr. Jill Biden who has repeatedly said, and the president quotes her, she said that any country that out-educates the United States will out-compete the United States, and that is a fundamentally, um, that is a national security issue. But, okay, here's another observation. Have you ever noticed what, whenever we are trying to pass something that benefits everybody, that we always have to phrase it in a way that um, pleases business somehow. This is a, or, or national security. That's another one, right? This is about competition, right? Oh, oh, it's not about, don't worry. We're not really educating these, these dumbass plebs. We're making them more productive, right? Because that's all that matters. How much money can we squeeze out of these carcasses until we kick them to the curb and tell them to go F off and die and get their mansion in heaven? My God. NPR reported on Tuesday, in part because of COVID-19, that we have 500,000 fewer students enrolled in colleges this year. Does anyone really think we can compete in the modern workplace with just a high school education? Well, that doesn't matter. They don't give a shit about this country, considering uh, the fact that they know no borders. The only the only national colors they fly that's gr- is green. Hold on. We'll be right back. My name is Tara Devlin. What the hell? What's going on? Mm-mm-mm. All right. My, where am I? I coached high school football for years. I can tell you firsthand that the quality of education of the average student today would have been below the level of remedial education when I was in high school. There are scores of students who are functionally illiterate as well as scientifically and mathematically illiterate and have no idea how government works or what their responsibilities in a democracy are. Many scream about rights, but few understand responsibility. Hello, this is republicanism screaming about rights. The responsibilities in a democracy? Who's being taught that? Um, yesterday was the last day or the first day, I should say, of the, of the, um, vaccine mandate here in the, in New York. So all city workers with, without exceptions needs, uh, they need to be vaccinated or they're going to be fired. There's no, there are no, um, workarounds. There's no, uh, religious exemptions. There's, you know. Get the goddamn vaccine. Enough with the antics. And all day on the local news, we had the 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 um, firefighters union, especially they were on all for all day saying it's so unfair. Really, 
we haven't had time. This is the other thing. We are being treated like second-class citizens. This is what the, the fire union chief was saying. We're being treated like second-class citizens because we're not, we don't want to get a vaccine. You're on the front lines of uh, public safety, right? So if you're not willing to take that seriously, then as a New York City taxpayer, get the fuck out. Go get another job. Get a job at Fox News. Oh, I'm sorry. You have to be vaccinated there, too. It was working so well. They could either get tested every week. Oh, yeah, let's just... That's what we want to do. Everyone has to bend over backwards for a bunch of whiners. Over 4 billion human beings have taken this goddamn vaccine. If there's a problem, we would have found out about it by now and it's not like this um these vaccines are so out of the ordinary oh god i'm so sick of them and this is what what this article is talking about the stupidity screaming screaming about rights but understanding nothing about responsibility but we're all supposed to endure that we have to endure the responsibility of um enduring them right many are hoping and praying to find a menial job where they can survive and rally do they dare to dream they might thrive many cry out for universal health care but don't believe we'll get it some don't even understand how how to get a decent salary pay medical leave and other benefits let alone how joining a union could help them accomplish those tasks. They don't know what socialism or capitalism goddamn are. What do I say all the time? Other than thinking that one is bad and the other is American. Thank you. Thank you. I, I need to write this guy a letter. Thank you, Brian. This is the first goddamn time. And I like saying goddamn. I do that I've read anything where um, that that puts it like, I mean, besides what we talk about on the show. But I say this all the time. The American people don't know what socialism and capitalism are other than one is good and one is, I mean, one is um, bad and one is American. They don't know. Nobody, the, the corporate media never says. They just put up a poll right? The American people, 70% think this, 50% think that, 30% say no, 25% say maybe, 50% say, huh? 2% say, hmm? <laughs> 1% says, 2% say, and strike, 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 and strike. Right? One says... And by the way, you know, I got a lot of... I got hairy legs that turn... That 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 that, that turn uh, um, blonde in the sun. <laughs> right? Some people say that. Oh, boy. Right. I, I really need to put this somewhere. 
just paste it everywhere. They don't know what socialism or capitalism are, other than thinking one is bad and the other American. Oh, my. This sounds like the mission statement of this show. They don't know our history. They have no view of the future. And the... Where, where are we? We have to do better. The reasons are clear. Biden is correct. Without a competitive education... We sentence our progeny to industrial servitude while those who are educated amass power and wealth. Well, that's the way it was in Western civilization for thousands of years. You got as much education as you can afford. Education was a providence of the rich. And that's why the Republicans want to make sure that it's, it remains that way. It goes back to being that way. That's it. You don't need to read you need to know how to, what, uh, just know how to shut your mouth. Do your work, don't pester your betters, and die. Preferably before you become a useless eater. And then you get your mansion. Ain't that, ain't that a good thing? Something to think about. Gives, gives you something to look forward to. Hmm? That's be- my father Jesus was incredibly he was incredibly uh, kind when he came up with that system assist hey the right people are running and ruling and owning all the wealth and power just concentrating it all it makes it easier for everyone to pay attention to to that just a couple of people you know Bezos and Elon Musk, you know, just got to pay attention to a few. The rest, the other billions of us, whatever, um, you'll get a lot of mansions, okay? You'll have a mansion in heaven. What are you complaining about? So what? They have a mansion on Earth and go into space with a dick-shaped rocket. So what? You will get a mansion in heaven. Oh, you want to live next to Janis Joplin? Okay, fine. I know people. You want to live next to, I don't know, who's who's cool? Who could we? Who would we want to live next to? I don't care. Maybe even Jesus. You want to live next to Jesus? I'll talk to my father. We'll see what he says. So okay. Where am I? Look around. We're in a new space race with China, <laughs> but we're behind in hypersonic technology. Our scientists say we must have a nuclear rocket to beat the Chinese to Mars. But millions of people believe that Clorox will treat the coronavirus. And some even tried it. Biden wants to provide free or affordable post-secondary education and has pointedly reminded us how useless a mere high school diploma is today. And that frightens some of us. George Carlin warned us that the overlords of society want you smart enough to operate the machinery, but no smarter than that. Some believe that to be true. Others in Congress tell us that such educational outlies in in the budget are cost prohibitive while at the same time nodding reflexively each time we increase the bloated military budget it's disgusting 
This is not a recent development. Our de dedication to education has fallen steadily during the last 40 years. And like most of the rot that has occurred in this country, I place the blame at the feet of Ronald Reagan and the ultra-conservatives he used to get elected and that he helped bring into the mainstream. Yes, everything conservatism touches sucks and dies. Whittles away riddle, and, and, and dies. Everything that they touch. Everything, including right now we're dealing with all the voting bullshit, the Republican dirty trick voting, uh, all their dirty tricks. Um, but that was an uncontroversial thing until the Republicans destroyed it. So now we got to fight that too. The moronic mantra became every child left behind, creating an entire generation of Americans who were taught how to pass tests. God. Yes, exactly. Taught how to pass tests, but never how to think critically. And I remember that when George Bush's, what was that? Maybe I don't remember as clearly as I think. Bush, George Bush, testing. What was it? Was it his cousin or no, his brother? That's what it was. His brother owned the testing. God, the fucking, the absolute and utter corruption is beyond ridiculous. It's, it's so blatant. And all you can do is laugh and shake your head. And ugh, it's insane. Yes, he's the one. George W. Bush testing, testing. Okay. No child left behind. Meaning, cha-ching, um, cha-ching. Many of those children who grew up being trained to pass tests are now adults, being beginning to populate mid-level management positions in the American workforce. They have become part of what H.L. Mencken described as a vast and militant ignorance a century ago, which reminds us that arrogant ignorance isn't a new phenomenon, only that no child left behind exacerbated the problem. Team America World Police and Idiocracy look more like documentary than satire these days. What's the most striking example of the lack of education? Two words, Donald Trump. And I have one question I'd really like answered. Will someone please stop sending me emails from Donald Trump and his effing children, his relatives, underlings, and minions begging me for money and guaranteeing me private time with the Donald? Don Jr. even sent me an email telling me that he was going to tell his daddy if I didn't give some amount of money. Now, <laughs> I was also promised a football if I contributed to Donald. Who isn't even who isn't even officially running, but certainly has honed the art of conning people, conning people out of their hard-earned cash, like laser precision. I know dozens of other White House reporters who are apparently on the Donald's email list, and none of us signed up for this systemic harassment and panhandling. Oh, I get them too. Oh, what was the other one? Where was that? 
so many things. I'll get emails. I, I guess people, I don't put myself on these lists. Somebody must put me on them. I get a lot of conservative emails, but I, I keep myself on them to uh, just find out what the hell they're doing. It's fascinating. And it's getting worse, though. That's the thing. They're, um, when I get their emails, I, I sometimes I get to the point I can't even believe what I'm reading. Oh, obviously, it's a lie what, the, what they're writing. And I don't, nobody in their right mind would believe it, but I can't believe that they are even um, this disgusting. To Especially reading about, for example, uh, Tucker Carlson's so-called documentary, Patriot Purge? Patriot Purge. Patriot. You're not a patriot. You're... Um, you're a propagandist, and that's not a patriot. Being a patriot is somebody that fights for universal health care, higher education, universal living wages, retirement security, sick leave. You know, that's a patriot, leaving nobody behind, paying the price of admission to a civilized society, and divvying up all of our dues in a way that promotes the general welfare. Isn't that the directive we got from George fucking Washington? I'm sorry, maybe, oh no, or Thomas Jefferson, all of the founders, right? Isn't that what they told us to do? They gave us, in all of their, their failings and hypocrisy, they gave us a decent... Um, guiding principles, the, the guiding principle of e pluribus unum and democracy. God damn it. That's the other thing when we talk about on the show about reclaiming patriotism. This is one of the things I hope I see before I f step off the mortal coil forever. To, I, I hope I see this country redefine patriotism accurately. Being a patriot doesn't mean wearing an ugly red, white, and blue fashion abortion. That's the that's not even patriotism. That's just you're it's the opposite of patriotism because you're you suck. Your your fashion sense sucks and you're assaulting my beautiful eyes. <laughs> right? You're assaulting my beautiful American eyes with an ugly red, white, and blue shirt with an eagle on it. Now, take that shirt and turn it into action. What's, what does that mean? What is patriotism? When you're um, screaming, I get, it's, I'll tell you this, it's not Jews will not replace us, you goddamn embarrassments. I mean, they're really an embarrassment to the world. Well, embarrassment to America, that's for sure. JD, you are so lucky. JD, who super chats in pounds, you lucky bastard. It's incredible. The idea that the most qualified candidate in the Republican Party for the highest office in the land could once again be a guy who was impeached twice and encouraged us to ingest 
Clorox and shine an ultraviolet light inside our bodies. Now that's something even an overabundance of psilocybin in your bloodstream can't explain. Exactly. That's the other thing. We talk about it on the show and sometimes we just stare at each other and say, what? How? How can anybody like that person and vote for them to represent them in the halls of power? Somebody who is the most disgusting thing that ever uh, wasted human DNA. Don't feel good about turning down money. Oh, we know. Because we my know. whole life I've been greedy, greedy, We greedy. know. I grabbed all the money I could get. I'm so greedy. I know. I know. And that's the only American value. No wonder you became the president despite receiving fewer votes. Oh, my God. But our lack of education explains it all, including, but not limited to, Jim Jordan, Matt Goetz, Lauren Boebert, Joe Manchin and Kristen Cinema. Oh yeah, she, Kristen Cinema is definitely a uh, product of this time. There, there is no doubt. She is a sociopath, narcissist, uh, complete style over substance, and not even a decent style. Pink hair, contrarianism. She thinks that's an interesting personality, I suppose. When it's it's boring. She's boring. This is why we need more Democrats. I know. I know the Democratic Party is a corrupt and um, also a product of the broken-ass system awash with legal bribes. We, this is the, uh, the hand we've been, we've been dealt. We're given this, I mean, I don't, I don't like it any more than you do. How do we win? I'm thinking we have to elect more actual Democrats. Get rid of Kristen Cinema. Well, first of all, um, legally and peacefully, of course. Um, I don't know. We gotta. We gotta. Uh, it's exhausting, isn't it? I can't even get the words out. We gotta. We gotta do this now. I'm exhausted. And the thing that sucks, it, wouldn't it be better if the the goddamn Democrats, it's not only their fault, obviously it's the corporate media, they want to effectuate this outcome. And they also want to give the American people the notion that um, shit's not working. That's how it feels, at least. They're, they're useless, but the the corporate media is really, well, we know it's part of the problem. Wait, hold on a second. Yes. Oh, wait, here's the goddamn... Are you kidding me, guys? What? Thank you for hanging out, Progressive Voices. You can join, listen to the rest of the show. SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, YouTube.com slash C for channel slash Tara Buster. Remember, we will win. We're on the right side of history, baby. We're on the right side of decency, dignity, and democracy. We stick together. We win. And we will. They know it. That's why they're fucking us up. All right. My name is Tara Devlin. Stop cursing. We stick together. We win. I'll see you soon.
All right. Now, now that we can talk freely. My God. Yeah, Kristen Cinema, isn't she? She can't be the the end of us. Her and Joe Manchin, a disgusting social, uh, well, sociopath. Well, he's another. Anybody who is puts their own selfish greed over millions of people. I don't know how they could do that. How you could? How can you do that? How do you do that and then go home and lay your head down on the pillow and sleep like a baby? How do you do that? How do they explain that to themselves or their families, their parents, their mothers? They must have mothers. Well, their relatives. How do they explain it? And Kristen Cinema, she's somebody. I, she just is an opportunist. And that's what, um, obviously, that's what shows. Yep. And definitely, who, um, it's not, you can't say who would vote for Kristen Cinema. She's a, she was a uh, bait and switch. People worked hard to get her elected. They didn't expect her to be the uh, fissured hemorrhoid on the progress we need. No, because we need this. It's not just about, oh, pretty please. We've been hanging out in the social safety net hammock. And we want more, 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 more. No, that's them. I don't understand it. I don't understand it. If somebody came to me and said, we'll, uh, we'll give you whatever, all the money you want to start your Tarabuster network or whatever, except um, one qualification. You have to do conservative talk, right? You have to be, uh, you got to go, you got to, pull a C.J. Pearson or uh, what's her name? You know, who's that one? Well, whatever. It doesn't matter. Not C.J. Pearson. Well, Sean Hannity. She, he's another one. He's the one that told Mike Malloy that but the money was in conservatism. What was he doing? Doing this liberal talk. Anyway. Um, wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Here's from, I just don't want to leave with a everything hanging in the air. We do have some more time, but here's from Common Dreams. Keep fighting like hell. This is what Nina Turner said. Um, this is from John Queeley from Common Dreams. Nina Turner on what Bernie Sanders and the progressives should do next. If Manchin and Cinema can push their will on the entire U.S. Senate and president, then the progressives, almost 100 strong, should damn sure be able to push their will too, and they should not move. They got to hold. There's too much at stake. Absolutely. There's too much at stake, and they're waiting, they're whittling it down until it's nothing but, but crumbs. And then the corporate Dems are going to go out and make a make a, ba a banquet out of it. So shoes. Here's um, the article. Staunch progressive Nina Turner has some dire warnings about the current political moment, coupled with applause for what her allies, both in the Congress um, 
in, inside and outside the Congress have been able to accomplish. But first, a little context. Well, we know. Senator Bernie Sanders made very public and repeated arguments this week why it was crucial to include both Medicare expansion and policies to lower prescription drug prices in the Democratic Party's Build Back Better Act. With those provisions largely slashed from the framework, the question this weekend is whether there's anything that um, can be done. While the Congressional Progressive Caucus, led by Pramila Jayapal, blocked a rush to vote um, on Thursday, the question is whether there is an actual agreement. But the fact is, the um, there is no you, there is no agreement because Kristen Sinema and Joe Manchin are still making it clear that they're uh, they're going to be the fissured hemorrhoids on progress, and it makes you wonder. The Republicans are are praising Kristen Cinema to the hilt, and they're making funny videos with her. And oh my God, can you believe this bitch? She was in the Green Party. But can you imagine if somebody came to me and said, "You here's a, a millions of dollars, do conservative talk," I would never be able to do it. I couldn't do it. Because this is not about money, really, when it comes down to it. Yes, we got to pay the practical costs of living to keep the show going. But it's, that's not, nobody's in um, liberal talk to be rich. God damn it. We're doing it because we want to make a difference, a positive difference. And we're right. We're goddamn right. Oh, yeah, I'm, I, I, I know I'm right. <laughs> If sure, if you want a democracy, you don't have to want democracy. You're perfectly entitled to want to live in an autocracy with a giant orange con man. Sure. But that's not what this is. And that's not what we have been pretending it is or telling our children it is. Educating ourselves or telling everybody else and anybody who would listen or uh, try not to listen? Just try not to listen. We, we're not going to have it. With Biden hoping for swift agreement while he attends the G20 summit, a lingering question on the domestic front is whether Sanders is willing to flex his political muscle or make it part of his lasting legacy to draw a deep red line around the, uh, on the ground to prevent victory for the big farmer lobby that fought so hard against drug pricing and the Medicare expansion. Oh, yeah. They're, they are running commercials constantly. Hmm. Where is it? Here. Here's, here's a commercial that keeps running. Dealing with a diagnosis of cystic fibrosis is life-changing for the entire family. Access to treatments in Canada is extremely difficult, and sadly, it's uh, getting more and more difficult. I think it's a very sad day should the U.S. follow the lead of Canada because patients here are dying. Patients like me, um, we don't have time to wait. Don't let Congress import access restrictions from Canada. Dealing with a diagnosis. <laughs> yes, that's what it's about. Access restrictions. See, the only reason we can get drugs here is if we pay 
top dollar and then some. Yeah, I love it. Don't import these restrictions, access restrictions, because it's always about you and me and our health, right? Except when it's not. It's about greed. And they won't give a shit about your health until you give them your money or your life. Because that's the way that's the way it is. Oh, you they're not able to incentivize unless I, I you know, you might think that somebody would get into medicine or get into trying to make drugs for people because they want to help. Not just because they can grift suck money from people who would pay their last cent if it would give them more time. And, oh, we're, uh, those poor Canadians. Cystic fibrosis is life-changing for the... What about cystic fibrosis patients in the United States who can't even get goddamn health care? I mean, the goddamn arrogance is is astonishing. But what else is apparent in this video is that the 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 pharmaceutical companies are they know how stupid we are. They realize that even though Canada is right, it's all my right from where I am. It's uh, five hundred miles to the north, and. Uh, they know that the American people are dumb and they don't know that Canadians look at the American healthcare system and say, no, thanks. Just like the rest of the world. And there's a, there is a problem with the Canadian healthcare system. As far as pharmaceuticals are concerned, it is that the Canadian healthcare system doesn't cover pharmaceuticals. This is a problem. That's because um, even though the, uh, you know, they got universal health care, they were able to pass you, this health care uh, that no Canadian needs to worry about um, whether they can afford going to a doctor, but they do need to worry about whether they can afford paying for the prescriptions. If they get prescribed anything in a hospital setting, right? So if you're in the hospital and they're giving you drugs, that's covered. If they give you a prescription to go home with, that is not covered. And that goes to show you how, uh, you know, greed. Everywhere you look, greed. It's the only value. It's not the only, I mean, definitely it's the only American value, but it is, it's a human uh, experience. People are, have to overcome it. That's beside the point of this ad. They understand that m the majority of um, Americans don't, they don't even know. They don't realize what's going on in Canada, that, that Canadians would never come here. They're always saying how, oh, Canadians are going across the border to get health care in America. Never. But it does happen that the American people go to Canada and the American people go, uh, they, uh, well, here's the other thing about Canadian drugs that they don't pay the same price. So even if it's out of pocket, the, um, the American people would be paying God knows. I can't say, you know, 
the exact percentage, but we're uh, we're paying a hell of a lot more. <sighs> but it's always about us, right? They just don't want to eliminate access. Restrict it, restrictions, that's what it is. They, they would be able to give this uh, Beth from Ontario all the life-saving medication she could ever want if only um, it weren't for what? If only they could make, uh, put another zero on the end of their bank accounts? I don't know. It doesn't make any sense to me. If you're having a problem because these people can't get their medication, get, give them the medication. The problem is you, Big Pharma. Entire family. Access to treatments in Canada is extremely difficult, and sadly, it's uh, getting more and more difficult. I think it's a very. And why would that be? Why? Oh well, just fill in the blanks. You don't need any of those technical. You know, don't you don't need any of the technicalities. I think it's terrible. It's almost like socialism except um, socialism would be good in this situation. Sad day, should the US follow the lead of Canada because Aww. patients here are dying? Patients <laughs> like me. Honey, patients here are dying. Patients here are dying? I, I have a, I'm gonna go out on a limb. I'm gonna say patients are dying all over the world. There are patients dying everywhere. Patients are dying, and Big Pharma really cares, right? They really care so much. That's why they uh, raise your EpiPen cost to a price that's so far out of your reach. Maybe in, a, in your next lifetime, <laughs> right? You'll come back. Oh, you want to, uh, you need this EpiPen to live? Oh, sorry. Better luck next life. <laughs> right? Maybe next time you'll come back as somebody who was born on third base. Right? Um, we don't have time to wait. Yeah. Don't let Congress import access restrictions from Canada. Who is this lady? Don't let Congress? What do you care about, our Congress lady? Who, who is this lady? I want to know. That's why you have to become a patron. Oh, because then we could have a reporter that could look this shit up. Who is Beth? Beth, Ontario, Canada. Big farm. I want to know these people. I want to know what their damage is. Hmm, Beth, Big Pharma, no, I'm just looking it up, just doing a cursory search to see if I could find anything about this Beth lady. Clearly, they don't want us to know. Who is Beth? Give me Beth's last name. I want to talk to Beth. We can't find her? Who is she? It's sort of like, what was that? I was watching that show, um, Dope Sick on Hulu, and it's infuriating. You should watch it. 
<laughs> if you want to be infuriated, it's goes to show you everything that's wrong. Big Pharma, what they did to this country, um, what the Sackler family did, and pouring drugs, a highly addicted drug into this country. Oh, is that the mark of a patriot? Is that what patriots do? They they destroy the lives of their fellow Americans. That's a patriotic thing. Oh no, it's a it's a greed thing. So yeah, I guess it is a patriotic thing, because that's what all that matters. If you're making money and somebody's health, livelihood, their home, their family, anything, if there if that is standing in the way, then. That 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 whatever has to be cut down has to get out of the way somehow. Jesus Christ! So, as Nina Turner saying, what do we do with what's going on with this uh, build back Buddha? Build back, build back bullshit. The the fact is that the, they negotiated it in public, and so now we all have to go, damn, we don't have family leave? God damn. You mean we don't have, we can't negotiate drug prices? We, w we just had that. That's the most popular thing. What do you mean? Medicaid's not going to be expanded. What? That all of the most popular and easy to explain provisions have been removed. Now, I here's the thing, though. This is why I say we need more Democrats. We have we have to nullify um, asshole and uh, and asshole Junior with the pink hair. And this is that's it. That's really it. Other than that, we have no. There's no hope. Because we could bring out, I mean, think about how um, heartening it is that Joe Biden is for, like, expanding, I don't know, anything, right? That's a, that, that in itself goes to show you that we will win because they know it's right. You never, when you're really in a crisis and you have a job to do, you don't add well, you never bring conservatism to the table. What does conservative do? That's not the remedy. So, in fact, conservatism in many ways is probably what got you in the situation to begin with. So you don't add conservatism to a situation that already sucks. You add progressivism. You add compassion, unity, you know, pledging your life, fortune, and sacred honor to each other. And so they, so Mansion and Cinema are the outliers here. They have a lot of power because they're giant assholes, ba big babies, like babies who have tantrums. Everybody has to stop, and we all have to address the babies having a tantrum. That's Kristen Cinema and Joe Manchin. And as soon as we get through this and I'm incredibly disappointed how 
uh, everything had to be negotiated in public, which that's the corporate media doing that. And we'll f- more will be revealed. If, uh, to me, I wonder. It's probably laziness. It's easy to just, uh, it's, it's hard to, actual, to do actual journalism. It's easy to get some pundits up there and talk about polls. That is, I mean, that's why Fox News had the, the budget for news gathering uh, and Fox News was the lowest in the news industry because they don't gather the news. They don't need a budget for journalism. They are nothing but a propaganda outlet. And that's all they did. In fact, Fox News, in the beginning especially, they would get the talking points from the Republican National Committee. That would be their marching orders. I mean, this really is, it's not a, it's, you're not um, seeing things. It actually is a vast right-wing conspiracy. Hillary Clinton was right. She was right about that, too. She was right about Trump. And Putin being a puppet, that well, Trump, the puppet of Putin. And she was right about this, too, the vast right-wing conspiracy. And it's a shame. That's what made me sad when I actually, well, I I was watching um, that American crime story. And with, uh, you know, about Bill Clinton's impeachment. And it stuck out to me so much how this country how we've been uh, dragged through right-wing manias forever while democrats are trying to govern so what bill clinton got a blow job i don't give a shit nobody really cared in fact during the impeachment of bill clinton i remember at the time people didn't care people were like who cares that's between him and his wife. So, but there's nothing more. It, it made it so clear. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on a second. My webcam is blurry again. I don't know why it does that. It's so annoying. But that's when I was watching that show, I was like, wow, this country no wonder we've we have endured a vast right-wing conspiracy hillary clinton was right they targeted bill clinton because he was uh you know endangering their bottom line their greed money and power and all of these very underwhelming cast of characters on the right um, the thing that distinguishes them is the fact that they're, they have no scruples and they're willing to do anything. And one of the, and we know this because it came out uh, in the past 20 years about what went on behind the scenes during the impeachment. Brett Kavanaugh was on the, uh, on what's his face, on uh, Kenneth Starr's team. And he was a he was a scumbag, just like he is now, a scummy scum, who wanted to humiliate the president of the United States. He was the one, and we we knew all about this. Who was um, who wanted to, uh, as much graphic detail 
as possible. So he wanted to know. It wasn't just um, you and Monica had an intimate uh, encounter. It was he wanted to know Bill Clinton's, uh, what Bill Clinton's penis looked like. He wanted to know where, it was like, um, basically, he wanted a letter to Penthouse. They did it because they want to diminish this country. How do you how do you destroy a country? You have to devalue, denigrate it, cheapen it. And this is what they did. Oh, and I can hear Republican. Well, Bill Clinton is the one who cheapened it. This is what the Republicans said in the Oval Office. Could you imagine? Look who they put. They not only. Hey, 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 hey. I don't care that Bill Clinton got a BJ in the Oval Office. At least he was at work. He was working. So? Then they put that con man in there? I will take Bill Clinton's um, and Monica (sighs) over any goddamn tax-cheating, draft-dodging, dictator-envying con man with a fake university and a vitamin scam. They put that... That's the real stain in the White House. What are we going to tell the children? And meanwhile, even at the time, Bill Clinton uh, trying to get Osama bin Laden... You got to imagine all of the tragedies of this country would not have happened in the past 50 years, 40 years. You got to think whenever the Republicans get a hold of something, they're not setting you up for success. And all of these people are not only still running around, they're deeper in the in the body politic you want to talk about a deep state Be- brett kavanaugh that's the deep state it's a vile vile person and i'm using person i'm being generous by calling him a person these are scum right jesus christ what about the children? Don't let don't import Canada's terrible, terrible uh, universal health care. Don't ever import. Yes, let's just import the good parts. Then how about that? Because ev- no system is perfect. We know that. But then the Republicans or conservatives they take they fix the facts around the policy. They'll, they'll take, uh, you know, any, any, the thing that needs to be fixed that they did, that they implemented as a sabotage. And, um, you know, they use that. They use it (laughs) to continue their uh, goddamn greed and abuse. It's really unreal. And that's why what we're doing here is so important. I know I, I'm bringing it up again because, hey, 
it's the truth. Where am I? Oh, the last thing. Where, I'm just looking at the time here. What time is it? Oh, boy. We don't have a lot of time. Let me do this one last story quickly because it's just another case in point. For example, okay, the other day, the Lincoln Project, who I appreciate the Lincoln Project's videos. Okay, they make good videos, but too bad we need more than videos. But the videos help. They do. We do, we need, um, we need to ensure that voting is secure, of course. But the videos do help. Anyway, um, the Lincoln Project made, where is it? Hold on. They, they, they engaged in some political theater. And they sent some uh, Tiki Torch guys. Where is it? Tiki Torch to to Virginia. Okay, I'm sorry. I know. I know. I know. I know. I should be more prepared. I am prepared. I'm just one person though. That's the problem. And whenever I have things prepared, <laughs> except then I have to go find them. You know what I mean? And then I lose them. And I think why was I born? Why, 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 why? Then I go into, I should never have been born. You know, it goes there. So the Lincoln Project is from the Washington Post. I'll show you the picture. They organized a protest. It's, it's called political theater. And <laughs> so Lincoln Project organized a group to carry torches at Yunkin event in Charlottesville. Okay, good, good idea. Political theater. Demonstrators dressed as Unite the Right rally goers with tiki torches as Republican candidate for Virginia Governor Glenn Youngkin arrives for a campaign event in Charlottesville. So, good. You know, I mean, it's out of place. Do you have this guy with darker pigment here wearing a. That's how you knew it wasn't. It was normal people doing political theater, and then there's a woman there. Because if it were actual um, fascists, that wouldn't be um, that wouldn't be okay. But the right wingers went nuts. It must have hit very close to the mark. That's really what I. That's how I. What I gathered from their response, they went nuts over it. Uh, except they were like, "This is a hoax." The, the Dems did a hoax on us. Guys, it's not fair. Those dirty Dems, those Democrat parties. What do you expect from the Democrat party? Even though there is nothing, no such thing as a Democrat party. But what do you expect? It's the Democrat party. They, it's not, it wasn't real. It's a hoax. So this is why the Republicans, they need us to think that a hoax went wrong. Not that, and not, and not remember that the Republican base looks like this, right? That, that's your unite the right. That's unite the right. Right there. That's not a hoax. 
that's a real guy and not just that guy there's a whole bunch of them and they're all nazis actual nazis and they even chanted things like jews will not replace us that's not a hoax here's uh, wait here what is this i'm looking for safari there it is yeah so here's breitbart this is just one of the articles because i kept running into these articles and i'm like what the hell whoops wrong button where's this because I, I kept encountering right wingers um the right wing media and articles saying that this was a hoax it's not a hoax it's a political theater but they're they're calling it a hoax because look at the the headline it doesn't say anything about what the hoax was the so-called hoax there's no pictures of the so-called hoax because they don't want you to remember or to make the connection that in charlottesville not too long ago a bunch of nazis were running around chanting Jews will not replace us and they killed somebody, Heather Heyer, and a bunch of other Nazis. Uh, well, they, they do what, what terrorists do. They used an automobile and ran into um, a peaceful protester. Wait. Come on, come on. So, so that's why they have to make it like, oh, it's a hoax. Look at this. Congressman Eric Swalwell, a member of the House Permanent Select Committee on Intelligence, fell for and promoted the Tiki Torch hoax. It's not a hoax. Nobody was there saying, um, you know, we're the actual Unite the Right. They just st stood there with their tiki torches in this stupid uniform of the modern American fascist movement and let everybody else jump to their own conclusions. It was political theater to remind everybody that the, that the base, that the Republican Party base is this. That's them. Right? Wait a minute here. Yeah. Hmm. A hoax. He fell for it. So, because um, Eric Swalwell tweeted, birds of a feather. Well, he didn't see it was a hoax. He thought it was real. Okay. That's the point of political theater. But... So he tweeted, um, birds of a feather. He fell for the Russia hoax and he got duped again. This is what they're saying. Oh my God. Guys, we have a lot of work to do. My name is Tara Devlin. You guys are great. Thank you for hanging out and become a patron at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin to keep the real liberal media going and growing because that's what we need to win oh yeah and we will win when we have the liberal media because we're on the right side of history 
We're on the right side of decency, dignity, and democracy. We stick together. We win. My name is Tara Devlin. I'll see you soon. All right. Guys, thank you. Listen up. Listen, listen, listen. Where are you? I want to say thank you again, Mark, for your super chat. And thank you, Jim, for your super chat. And thank you, JD, for your super chat. And thank you, Pookie's Mama Irene, for your super chat. We stick together. We win, that's for sure. And thank you again, Mark, for your super chat. You guys are great. Please, if you can, become a patron at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. Keep the real liberal media going and growing. And we will do as many shows as possible. So, but right now I got to go to get this show ready for progressive voices. Otherwise, that's it. All right, listen up, guys, guys, guys. You're the best. I'm sorry I can't hang around. It's, that's the way it is on Saturdays. We, at least during the week, we're, it's a little bit more uh, casual. All right, guys, thank you. Like I said, we will win. And I'll see you very soon. <laughs>